What's up? Welcome to the Water Woman podcast hosted by your favorite host, Tiana Deshay. The Water Woman is rooted in self-awareness, self-love, and self-preservation. Welcome to this inviting space where we unlearn, relearn, and reconnect with who we truly are without the expectations others have placed upon us. Through mindful practices, spiritual wellness, and self-care, we can embody our highest selves one day at a time. Tiana Deshay, the host of the Water Woman podcast. And I want to say welcome back to all my lovely listeners who just can't get enough of this podcast. I really appreciate it. (laughs) But I also want to say welcome if this is your first time. I do not know how you found me, but I really do hope that you decide to stick around. So right now my voice is kind of raspy again. I don't know why. I had an ear infection and that's cleared up, but now something's going on with my throat. I don't know. It doesn't hurt, but my voice is sounding a little bit raspy and I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of hope it stays this way because this voice is very, it's so much softer and my voice on a daily basis is like very high pitched and sometimes it just be a lot. Like, I sound like I'm yelling when I'm not even trying to yell. And I sound like I have an attitude when I don't have an attitude. And I feel like this voice is just so peaceful and serene. Like, you just get peace vibes from it, like, all the time. So I'm really liking this voice. I'm not going to lie. Let's take a small moment to talk about the amount of integrity I must have. Because if you've been listening for a while now, you will notice that my favorite line is, I'm not going to lie, or I'm not going to lie about that. Like, I'm just, I'm so caught on, like, telling the truth and just being myself and living my truth. I never even noticed that's my favorite line. So, y'all, like, round of applause for the integrity. Like, yeah, we all lie, but I be dead ass. I don't be trying to lie to y'all. I be really just trying to, like, be honest because honesty, it, it's great. It hurts, but, hey. We, we need a little bit more honesty in our lives. So another thing is I am currently out working right now. So I'm in a hotel room and my ears are literally filled with superpowers. I know you can hear it because I hear it, but right now my refrigerator in the room is making a noise. You know the noise that refrigerators make just when they're like running? It's kind of like their, their lives. They just make this noise. It's not like loud, but... It's something you can notice. So yeah, that's blowing me right now. So I just wanted to point that out because I have to. It's going to be in the whole episode, just living its life, being a refrigerator. And I have to deal with it. (laughs) So let's get into what you actually came for because I doubt it was to hear about the life of a refrigerator or my gratitude for being a person of integrity. I mean, maybe you came because I feel like the podcast can be so serious and so heavy at times. Like, I just want to incorporate more of my jovial nature into the podcast because, yeah, I'm a serious person because that's what the earth is. Earth is solid. Earth is serious as hell. I mean, you want the earth to be stable that you're walking on, right? So the earth in me got me serious, but I'm very lighthearted and I want to incorporate more laughs in here, so... Don't worry. I got that. But today we're going to be talking about emotional stability. 
And I really thought it was important for me to come on here and talk about emotional stability due to last week being about blessings in the breakdown. And the breakdown is when you're having little breakdowns. You know, you just can't stop crying. You just feel horrible. And those are emotions and those are feelings. And sometimes you just don't know what to do with them, especially when it's foreign. You've, you've never experienced that part of yourself before. Well, not the part about emotions, but the space that you're in. You've never been there before. So it can be really, really emotional. So don't worry. I got you. Emotional stability is what we're going to be focusing on today. So emotional stability is a really good trait to have. And it is being in balance and being able to remain stable, you know, within your emotions. And that can be a good thing because you can handle adversity well. And even when you're not feeling the best, you can still keep a good amount of productivity, you know, and momentum going with your life. I noticed that a lot of us are being called emotional a lot, especially as women. You know, we get called emotional this, emotional that. Yeah, we are emotional, but nothing's wrong with being emotional. It gets out of hand when you are emotionally unstable, when you allow your emotions and the way that you feel to dictate every aspect of your life. Now, feeling is really where it's at. Like, feelings are so beautiful. But if you don't watch out, feelings can really have you sitting in a funk. They can have you feeling like you will never become what you want to become. They can have you feeling like you want to go off on someone even though you know that you don't really need to go off on someone. Because most of the time, when we have a lot of emotions going on and we don't know how to handle them, they become stagnant and they just start to go all over the body. And then you start flashing out on who? Your boyfriend, your partner, they ain't even do you nothing. But you just need to release those emotions somehow. So now you're lashing out on someone who has nothing to do with your emotions. You're getting mad about the person who is walking slow in front of you. The Starbucks line is way too damn long. You pissed. Um, the traffic. Oh, we can't do anything about the traffic. But you are like mad at the world because of this traffic, man. It has taken me a very long time to get to the point where I am today, where I feel like I finally have my emotions right where I need them or under control. I mean, you know, and partly it's because of my partner, man. Like, he is so in touch with his emotions. When I am being an absolute tyrant, he can handle it because he understands that I may not be as good with getting my emotions in order as him. So he's really helped me with that. Like, he's really helped me with that. And one way he's helped me with that is because when I'm going through those emotions, he doesn't make me feel bad for them. He makes me recognize them by one, acknowledging them, and two, by giving me comfort. He doesn't make me feel bad for feeling that way. If anything, he welcomes it. He's like, Tiana, like, being all the other good stuff, all the other stuff is good. All the other stuff is fine. But this right here, this is the realness. Like, this is what being human is about. This is what being in a relationship is about. Like, being able to just express yourself and let it come out. But know that that overflow that you're feeling 
You don't have to hide from it. You don't have to run from it because everybody is calling women emotional and they're calling us crazy, but no one is willing to really help us with them. And that's where they get more out of control because if you know that you're a person whose emotions are always chaotic and fluctuating up and down, and one, you either don't really have anyone to help you with them or two, you have someone who will help you with them and can help you with them, but you're not allowing them to, then you're still taking on too much weight. So the first thing you can do to really pay attention and take note to your emotions to figure out like, okay, I might not be all the way there with the emotions is by acknowledging it and just being honest. Like when I got in the relationship, that was like the first thing I noticed about myself that my emotions were so chaotic and they were all over the place all the time. So when I was feeling mad, guess what? He about to be mad too because I'm about to go off. I'm about to use this lethal mouth of mine and crucify him. He ain't even do nothing. He ain't even do nothing. But that's just how bad my emotions were. Like, I want the more to be mad because I'm feeling mad right now. And that's not good. Because if you have somebody who actually plays into that, that's going to become like a really toxic relationship. Because every time you get mad and they get mad and now y'all got an argument about absolutely nothing, then it's, it's a bad cycle. So acknowledge that your emotions are bad and don't be going to pick fights with people like don't be going to pick fights with people especially if they haven't done you anything but if they did you something we'll get to that but right now we just need to learn how to start acknowledging our emotions and say like okay I'm not the most emotionally stable person and you can blame your childhood for that because most of the time we were probably searching for some type of validation from our parents or our guardians and they didn't really give that to us you know they they told us that our feelings didn't matter or go sit in the corner like it don't matter how you feel so this is just anyone it doesn't matter what gender you are but i know that with women we really really have to learn how to get a hold over our emotions because They are so powerful, but yet we are allowing them to rule our lives in a way that's not even beneficial to us. And I mentioned acknowledging that your emotions are bad. Like, don't necessarily acknowledge that they're bad because I'm really trying to move away from calling things good or bad. But yeah, it just slipped out. But I realized, like, looking back at my childhood, I remember my mom always being there for me. I'm not gonna lie, my childhood's a little blurry, but I do remember having, like, a really good relationship with my mom like we expressed ourselves a lot like I love you was a really 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 strong phrase used in our household but I never so I will say that my emotions did get validated through my mom but I never got validations of over my emotions through a male so imagine me full-grown blooming and shit And now I get into a relationship with a man and I have him telling me how my emotions are chaotic. It's like, what you talking about, Willis? You don't know what you're talking about. But then he he actually did know what he was talking about. And I could have either kept being the way that I always was, ended up single, because he wasn't going to tolerate that. Like, a man who's emotionally in tune with himself, dealing with someone who's chaotic with their emotions... Or I want to get it together for myself. 
not even just for the relationship, but for myself, because I just notice how it's hindering me. And I can and I can be in a successful relationship. So that's what I did. So here's a small story time about a time when my emotions were like all over the place. And this is like a time that I'll always remember. Like I came into this new relationship with a lot of baggage from my old one. So my ex-boyfriend, he, it was like emotions were just non-existent to him. So he, it wasn't that he was emotionally in tune. He just didn't display them enough for me. And I remember I got mad about something. So, okay, guy who doesn't explain emotions, he like walks off and just like, whatever. So he walks off and he's like, whatever. And I tried to push him down the steps. We had stairs in our, in my apartment and I pushed him, but he caught himself. And I always remember that time. Like, I always remember that time. And, um... I remember he cocked back to throw a punch and I ducked and he punched a hole in the wall. Yeah. So not to even get too deep and elaborate in that story, but this person wanted to walk away. Like he just wanted to walk away and maybe we could have talked about it later, but because I was being so emotionally chaotic, I like triggered something in him to throw this fist and he was not abusive at all he was not physically abusive but um yeah you see how something that was very small and could have been handled turned into something that was probably going to be a little bit more outrageous hadn't I ducked and you know, because of my emotions, this person, he may have not been trying to deal with emotions at the time, but because I was so chaotic in mind and because I was all over the place, because I was bouty about it. Look at the, the um, domino effect of what happened. So that leads me to the next point of knowing your triggers. So the second point I want to make to you is knowing your triggers, knowing your emotional triggers, whether it's a person, a place, or a thing. Only you know this. I can't do the work for you. I can only put it out there so you can go back and notice yourself. What used to emotionally trigger me was not feeling heard. If I'm talking and I don't feel heard, like, you know, like a serious conversation, a discussion, something that needs to be said and I don't feel hurt, I would get pissed. And I would raise my voice, and I would get loud. And now I'm probably making matters worse, especially if this person is now confused on why I'm not communicating a little bit more effectively about not being heard. So I used to make matters worse because now you've taken me out of my peace. I probably was in a peaceful zone talking to you, you know, trying to be heard. And now you've taken me out of my element. So I'm pissed. And now I have horns coming out of my head like a bull. And I'm making matters worse now because now I'm just being stubborn. And I don't really care about nothing you're saying because you did not listen to me. And you see how that can be like a really bad 
thing to do with your emotions. Now you just like fuck the world. And you don't care. And although that feels good temporarily, when you have moments of solitude and you look back at yourself, you recognize like, dang, that wasn't even called for. All I had to do was communicate my needs in a better way. You don't have to raise your voice. So now I work on not raising my voice. And like I said earlier that my voice is high pitched. So sometimes my voice gets loud. And I know in my heart when I'm okay still, my voice just kind of gets loud because there's a lot of passion in my voice. So, you know, I always make the point to say like, I'm not mad or I'm, I'm still fine. Like I'm fine and we're still communicating good, but now my voice is a little bit high pitched. So my voice still like gets high pitched and I get loud, but now I can tell the difference between like me just being boiling in the inside versus me actually still just trying to get my point across. Like I'm not, I just want to get my point across, but I still feel fine. I still feel like the conversation is still like pretty sensible and it's going okay. Just like, sorry for raising my voice. Like It's just the passion. The next thing you can do is now that you've acknowledged that your emotions are a little bit chaotic and now you know your triggers, you can start to set boundaries for yourself and start standing up for yourself, especially if this is a person who triggers you emotionally, whether they're saying something, whether they're doing something that's affecting you. Now you can learn to remove yourself from the situation and you never have to fight fire with fire because then that's just deadly. You know, you state, you learn to state your needs and if they're still not being heard, if you still feel like this person is disrespecting me or this person is still emotionally triggering me, then you have to learn to remove yourself from the situation because the more you are in a situation or an environment that is triggering you emotionally, you're just going to always feel like you have nothing under control. The world is going to always feel like it's coming down on you. And you'll never find a moment of happiness, a moment of peace, and a moment of joy. And that's just not true. There's so much to be happy about at times. There's so much to find peace in. There's so much to find joy in. Think about when you're at a family gathering. That's happiness right there. Y'all just laughing. Y'all listening to music, talking. That's joy. Think about like after a long day, you just get to finally lay down in a silent room. That's peace. Think about how you get to go eat out and get it your favorite meal, like something that you just love. That's joy right there. But if you're always so wrapped up in your emotions in a negative way, if you enjoy just being all over the pace, then that is exactly how you will live in a state of mind that is all over the place. Because our emotions are affecting our state of mind on a daily basis. And our state of mind affects our emotions. Almost was a very, very important point, but I'm here with it. Now it's really time to also put that focus back on yourself. How are you setting yourself up to be emotionally triggered on a daily basis? Because it's easy to blame other people. It's easy to blame life itself, but what are you doing in your daily life to set yourself up to be emotionally unstable and to move 
toward a path of being emotionally stable. Learning to still feel the way you feel, but don't allow it to just take over your judgment completely. And now you're just going out into the world with this shitty mood that you woke up with. How are you doing that? And that's something that you really, really have to learn to ask yourself. And then you learn to give yourself grace because of a lot of things that you do. The emotional triggers, the negative way of thinking, the limited beliefs. You've been doing it so long, you don't really know that you're doing it until you get a mirror put in front of you, basically. Until you get with someone who mirrors it to you and you don't like it in them. And then you see it in yourself. Or do you just get up one day and look in the mirror and just notice it yourself? You just, you learn to give yourself grace because it's a never-ending battle. And I always think that the most complicated relationship, yet beautiful, you can have in this life is with yourself. Because if you can't be real with yourself ever, you can't be real with other people. And that's what keeps me going, like having raw conversations with myself and being genuinely honest with myself keeps me honest with other people. And most importantly, it, get, it keeps me in touch with the person that I am and who I want to become. And slowly I start to shed away pieces of me that just I don't need anymore because I actually sat down in front of the mirror with myself I wasn't necessarily looking for someone to hold my hand. But when somebody wanted to hold my hand through it, I gladly let them. We are all so emotionally scarred, caught up in a world where we want to handle everything by ourselves. Now, don't just dump all your emotions on other people so they can handle them for you. Learn to handle them yourself. And when you learn to handle them yourself, and even when you struggle to handle them, let someone help you with them. Someone who is better at handling emotions. Maybe a friend who wants to be there for you to help you through that process. Because that's the thing about being emotionally chaotic. Lacking emotional stability. We don't know how to let people help us with them. Because we don't know what we're doing. We don't even know nothing about this. Somebody actually want to help me with my emotions? What? It's a foreign concept, seriously. You know, a lot of us want healthy relationships, but the relationship with ourselves is far from healthy. We pile it on with this superficial mess, stuff that's not sustainable, stuff that's popular. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, you recognize that your relationship with yourself isn't even at like its optimal level. It could be so much better if you would just keep it real with yourself. If you would just be honest. And if you would just let love flow into your life. If you would just loosen up a little. And if you would just stop letting your emotions cloud your judgment or make you feel like the world is ending or make you feel like you're suffering when you are not, when you probably just need to go take the load off, let off some steam. I don't 
don't know what you do to take the load off or let off some steam, make sure it's something pot. Like, make sure it's something good. Like, don't be going off on people to take the load off and let off some steam. Because I used to be this type of person that, like, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Like, going off on somebody is, like, a really good release for me. But it's bad when this person ain't do you nothing. Like, that's when it's, like, a problem. And even now, I don't even want to go off because it takes too much energy. I just want to communicate healthily the problem and preserve my energy because I'm going to spend it anyway. But now I'm a little bit more pickier about how I spend it because my plan is to be full at the end of every day. That don't always happen. Sometimes I'm running on E at the end of my days. And when I'm running on E, I already know what I need. I just need, like, minimal noise, and I just need to stay to myself. Because if not, anybody can get it, you know? Like, this was such a good topic, and I always feel like a podcast will never truly cover everything that I have stored within me. Like, it would never cover, like, the book of my personal wisdom, the things that I've learned just from life experiences, So catch me on the flip side and we'll be able to talk about it. But I just, you already know, like, I don't just be talking for no reason. And for a while, I thought I used to just be talking for no reason. But there's always a reason behind everything that I say. Because at the end of the day, I said all that just to say that ain't nobody going to water you like you going to water you. so much for listening to the water woman podcast i have so much gratitude for you just showing up every week for yourself to stay up to date on all of the latest episodes and to be a part of a thriving community full of water women follow me on instagram at waterwoman.thebrand you will be the first to know about all of my future products and services that i'm so excited about words can't even explain it but you don't want to miss it